Hey everyone, welcome to Ryan Reviews. So this week we're going to talk about the latest entry into the MCU, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Was it an effective send-off to our favorite band of misfits? Listen to find out. As usual, my ratings consist of five categories worth up to two points each with bonus points at my discretion. I'll try to keep discussion mostly spoiler free until I give the final score and then I'll give a spoiler warning. So let's get to it. So first up, we have story. And for story, I give it a 1.5 out of two. For the most part, I think that the story here is pretty solid, especially for an entry into the MCU. Things get going pretty quickly, and we understand what our heroes want and the consequences if they don't achieve their goal. The story has pretty good narrative momentum and moves along at a pretty solid pace. I also like that things just get started really quickly, like almost off the bat, it's intense and moving, and it works pretty well for the story. I think James Gunn did a really good job with the backstory for Rocket Raccoon. It's emotional, devastating at times, and adds depth to his character that I, I didn't think we'd get. That being said, the movie feels a little bit bloated and does drag a little bit in the middle, despite what I said about the narrative momentum. There are also some interesting and important choices made in the movie that I don't quite feel are earned. I'll discuss some of those when I get to the spoiler-free section. There's also an issue with the tone of the movie, as it's constantly chaining. It feels like a tonal tug-of-war throughout. It shifts from a joke-a-minute romp to melodrama dealing with animal torture, and it's a tightrope that James Gunn walks throughout the movie. It mostly works, but there are a couple of moments where it does feel off and where you feel like we need a little bit more room between something that's emotionally devastating and then you know a one-liner that comes almost immediately afterwards. The other issue here in the movie is that the main villain, the High Evolutionary, while brilliantly performed, has no real nuance. He's just kind of an evil guy, and there's no reason to sympathize with him. And generally... For most good Marvel movies, we find that the villain is at least on some level sympathetic. At least we understand what they want and feel a little ping when they don't get what they want. So next up is performances. And for performances, I give it a 1.5 out of 2 as well. The Guardians movies have always been about this ever-growing, lovable bunch of misfits. And this movie is no different. All the returning characters perform admirably by our usual cast of characters. What works here is not only the performances, but the chemistry between the characters. Everyone seems like they're really having a great time, and it bleeds onto the screen. Drax and Mantis are hilarious together. Sean Gunn's Kraglin is great and gets more to work with. We also get a bunch of small cameos, like Sylvester Stallone's Stakar and Nathan Fillion's Master Karja, who's hilarious. Will Poulter is also funny in his role as Adam Warlock, although not quite what I expected. The standouts in this movie have to be, and I'm going to butcher the name, so I apologize up front, Chukwudi Iwuji's High Evolutionary, who is over the top and at times feels like he's acting in a completely different movie. The other standout here is Rocket Raccoon. And once again, Marvel gets us to care completely about a fully CGI character. The performance is great, and and there's depth that one wouldn't expect from a talking raccoon. If there's a complaint... It's that the rest of the team, while all performed well, are kind of one note and show very little depth or growth beyond what we already know about them. This is even the case for Peter Quill. He's pretty one note in the movie, and outside of a choice that to me seems to come out of nowhere, it's pretty much the same, and I don't think he shows all that much growth or change throughout the movie. I think the movie starts giving us Quill in a situation where we might see some growth, but I don't think that the movie really addresses that what we get in the beginning and and really shows much growth or change for him, even though, again, he makes a decision at the end that kind of came out of nowhere. 
So next up for me is audiovisual, which I'm giving a two. I think the movie looks great. Uh, I love the character design throughout. I think the movie does a great job with the alien design, as the previous movies have done. Uh, and as I mentioned before, you know, for a movie that's centered emotionally around a CGI character in Rocket, it looks it looks great. Uh, it, I'm not taken out of it at all. We see him as a baby all the way up to an adult, and he is the emotional core of the movie, and the CGI works. It's a situation where if you have a CGI character that is that important to the movie and it doesn't look good, it will ruin the movie. Uh, but thankfully, that's not the case here. The CGI really looked great. The action here is also better than ever, both visually uh, and the choreography and just how creative it was. Uh, there's a particular scene that's kind of a hallway scene that, that I love, and I'll talk about a little bit later, but it's one of my favorite scenes in the movie. As is the case with all James Gunn movies, the soundtrack is also great. The song choice is near perfect, uh, and it does a really great job of enhancing the movie. And I like the way that the music is really incorporated into what is going on, rather than it just being kind of background fodder for what's going for for the movie. So next up is the feels, and I'm giving it a two. I was a little on the edge with this, as I could have taken a little bit off, but I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a two just just based on how I felt, especially at the end of the movie, walking out of the theater. The movie's really funny. There's some really funny gags, and uh, there are jokes throughout the movie. And if there's a complaint uh, when it comes to the humor, it's that there are a lot of jokes. And so while a few don't quite land, there's so many that you're going to laugh a few minutes later or a few moments later anyway, even if the joke doesn't land. So I think the the movie does a great job with the humor, uh, and it does a really good job of hitting the emotional notes. It dives deep into Rocket's tragic backstory, and I think it really works. Uh, the stuff around Rocket works great. It's gut-wrenching, and we can really clearly understand why he is who he is in the first Guardians movie. While the movie drags a bit in the middle to me, I think it really sticks the landing in the end, and that's based largely on on the feels, on how it was able to manipulate our emotions. It nails the moments where the team has to come together and act like heroes. It nails the moment where we, we think a character might be a goner and comes back. So I think that the third act goes a long way towards making us really feel something and give us something to cheer for. And to me, it works so well that I, I can't help but give it a two. Finally, we get internal logic and consistency, which I'm giving a 1.25. When graded on the MCU curve, the logic in the movie is mostly fine, but there are a few glaring issues for me. First, the movie plays very loosely with the vacuum of space and the threat that it poses to humans. And it seems like it's a threat when the plot requires it, and it's not a threat when it's inconvenient to the plot. And it's just something that sticks out to me and was a little bit annoying. I also feel like there's some character choices throughout the movie that just don't quite feel earned to me. I don't feel that they're consistent with the character, and I don't think that the movie's given us enough about the characters to make us believe that they would make the choice that they make. The film also plays very loose with time. So this story, the narrative is really driven by an almost literal ticking time bomb in which they have 48 hours to complete a task, but it feels like a lot more time than that has passed, and the characters at times don't seem to be acting with the urgency you'd expect if you have 48 hours to complete a task. Otherwise, horrible things are going to happen. And then finally, when it comes to logic, is the High Evolutionary, as the main antagonist, is supposed to be brilliant, but he makes several very short-sighted moves that a brilliant scientist I just don't think would make. They're just rash and illogical, and it, it, it just doesn't make sense to me, no matter how evil and crazy the person is, that somebody that smart would make those choices. So overall, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 gets an 8.25 from me. So some highlights are the movie looks great, it hits the emotional notes, especially in the third act. 
uh, everything that's that's set up and built, it really does hit and pays a lot of things off. And we get a great arc from Rocket Raccoon. Some lowlights for me, it plays a little loose with physics and time. It's a tad bit melodramatic. And the tonal shifts in the movie can be a bit jarring. So now we're going to get into spoiler territory. I'm going to talk a little bit more about the movie. Not going crazy, but definitely if you haven't seen the movie and you're concerned about spoilers, you might want to jump off now and come back in once you've seen the movie. Next up for me is MVP. And I'm going to cheat here. It's kind of hard for me to give an MVP for the movie. So I'm actually going to say the Guardians team as a whole is the MVP. This has always been an ensemble about a group of misfits that become a family. And it really works. They they just have such great chemistry together that each character works great with every other character and has a different dynamic with with whomever they're working with. And I just feel like that really worked great for me. So I think the team as a whole really deserves it, especially as a movie that's really capping this trilogy, you know, plus a couple of things um, of movies. I, I got to give it just to the, the group as a whole because they all just all work so well together. And it would be hard for me to see, let's say, a solo movie about any one of those characters. I don't quite know that they've been developed enough to get that. But as a group, they work really well. So I've got to give the group the MVP for me. So my favorite moments, and in no particular order, first up is the good dog payoff. We knew it was coming, and it still worked. Early on, Craglin calls Cosmo a bad dog, and she perseverates over it for the entire movie, with which amasses to some pretty funny moments throughout. And then she helps save the day and gets a good dog out of Craglin. Even if it was predictable, it still put a huge smile on my face. So second up is the mid credit scene. Uh, it worked really well for me. The entire third act, for me, was nearly perfect. And that mid credit scene really put a nice little bow on it. In that scene, the reformed Guardians team, led by Rocket, is about to go into battle. And he puts on Come and Get Your Love, which is an ode to the original movie, one of the first things that we get in that movie, and really completes the circle for me. I didn't expect something like that to hit so well, but it really worked. And it was like the perfect cap uh, to this trilogy. So I really, really like that moment. Um, and that comes in second for me. Finally, there are several great fight scenes. But to me, the best one is near the end. There's a hallway scene. The entire team is back together. The High Evolutionary sent his minions after the Guardians, and they fight these minions together and it's it's shot as a single shot obviously it's not i'm sure there's a lot of there are a lot of edits going into it but it looks like a single shot we get to see all the guardians fight together everyone gets their moment to shine uh, it was just a beautifully executed and beautifully shot scene that i just really loved i thought it, it just showcased the entire team really well and was one of my favorite scenes in the entire movie so overall i really enjoyed guardians of the galaxy volume three while the movie drags a bit in the middle I think it really sticks the landing in Act 3. The movie is at its best when it's focused on Rocket and his story. And while it is a little melodramatic, it really does work, especially emotionally. I do wish that for a movie that was nearly two and a half hours, that the other Guardians had a little bit more growth. Everyone's there, and everyone's funny and charming, but they don't really show a lot of depth to me. And in the end, when Quill and Mantis make the decision to leave, it feels like it's not earned. I know there are a couple of things here and there, but I don't feel like there was that reason for them to leave or that the movie really gave us a reason for them to, to just leave, except that they needed to change some things up. I would have liked a little bit more and for that to feel earned. That being said, I do like that Gamora and Quill go their separate ways. I think James Gunn showed a lot of restraint in that department in not letting Gamora stay. And to a large extent, 
Quill letting her leave does show a little bit of growth in his character and that he he didn't seem as devastated this time around as he was, you know, when she's left in the past. So I was okay with that. But um, otherwise, I just think that I would have liked a little bit more development in the non-Rocket characters. As a cap to this Guardians of the Galaxy trilogy, at least as done in the eyes of James Gunn, this is a solid send-off. But it was a little too clean. Everyone survives, and though the team may change, there were no real sacrifices, so that part felt a, a little bit cheap. Now, it might sound like I have a lot of cri criticisms of the movie, which I do, but at the end of the day, I had a blast at the movie. The movie was funny, it hit the emotional notes, and had some great callbacks. So while there are things to nitpick, at the end of the day, I had a big smile on my face at the end of the movie, and I'm and I was on a bit of a high. So overall, I think it was a great send-off to this merry band of misfits. And once again, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 gets an 8.25 from me. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast. We can be found on all social media platforms at portable underscore hole. You can also find our videos on YouTube at Portable Hole Publishing. And you can email us at portablehole pub at gmail.com. 